What's up, world? We are excited to announce our summer community drive. We are giving back pencils, paper, binders, folders, and sanitizers for teachers in our community. If you want to help us out, subscribe to our Patreon. All the money raised on our Patreon goes to our community drives, and you get a bonus positive news episode every week. We appreciate all of you for listening to us. Now let's go to the positive news. Oh, what's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the positive truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. Before we get started, Michelle, tell the people what they can do to help us spread this positivity. Please like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. A five-star rating with a comment will help us out so much and help us to continue to spread positive news throughout the world. We also have a Patreon where you can get an extra positive news episode and have the opportunity to help us with our community drives. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at The Positive Truth to view these news stories and more. JP, what's up? We got inspirational stories. We're switching up the order today because Tim has a banger apparently and I have no idea about it and Michelle was disappointed. So I want to hear yours first. All right, let's get to it, man. So I'm not going to lie. Before I get started, this is the first I've heard of her as well, so don't feel too bad. Um, This is about Malala Yousafzai. Hopefully I said that right, but I'm going to call her Malala throughout this story. This young girl has done something amazing, and the fact that we haven't talked about her, haven't heard about her, is a shame. (laughs) And that's what we're talking about here today. So she was born in 1997 from Swat Valley in, in Pakistan. She's the daughter of an outspoken activist who's also an educator, and he also founded and administrated the school that she went to. In Pakistan, in 2007, the Taliban took over. They started making all these radical laws. Girls were not allowed to get education. Women are taken out of the community, your role is in the home, and they started bombing schools. She was 10 years old when this started in 2007. Now her father, being the man that who he was, took his family out of that town. We have to go somewhere else and find refuge. While they're finding refuge, these other towns around there are getting affected to the Taliban bombing their schools or trying to close them down. He took his daughter in 2008 to a protest in a different town. She got to speak for the first time to the news conference, to the press conference. She spoke and her speech went viral, basically. Everybody was hearing about it. It got the attention of the Taliban. In 2009, the uh, US contacted her, BBC News also contacted her, and the UK contacted her. They all wanted to speak to her on the topic of what's going on. It got to the point where BBC contacted her father and said, do you know anyone that's willing to write a blog for us to tell us how life is going? in your country during this time. So she decided to do it at 11 years old, secretly. She used an alias name and she did it for three months. Now during those three months, things were getting worse in her country. It was good for two weeks and then the Taliban took over again and started bombing schools. 2010 goes around, she's making more, she's talking more press conferences. She's doing everything that she can as a young activist. Again, she's 12 years old, 13 years old. She gets nominated for the Children Peace Award in Pakistan. She ended up winning it. People are seeing her as a leader. And then come to find out by the end of 2009, the Taliban realized the person that was writing the blog was her. So in 2010, she was, or I apologize, in 2011, she was shot in the head at 15 years old by the Taliban. They admitted to going and cutting her down. She ended up surviving, flew to a hospital, and not even a year later, she was speaking again fighting for these kids to get an education. She went to the United States, spoke to the UK, the United Nations, 
excuse me, can you guys please help us? She wrote, they have documentaries written about this young girl, stories written about this young girl. She is still out here at her young age. Again, she was born in 1997. At her young age, fighting for children's rights all across the world to get an education. I was beyond impressed with this story. There's documentaries, there's books that she's read. She put her life on the line as a child. I can't fathom the impact that she's made in this world already, and I'm excited to learn more about her. Michelle told me whenever I said, hey, I'm gonna talk about this. I can't believe you haven't heard about her. She's amazing, you should really read her book. I know for a fact, I'm not a big reader, but I'm so interested just by looking up this article and interested in everything that she's done that she's somebody I wanna remember in history. Not a lot of people that I do remember now. So yeah, shout out to Malala. I think she's beyond inspirational. Michelle, you read the book? Yeah, I have. She's honestly like, what, she's a year older than me. And when everything with that, when everything that was going on, I like, she was so inspirational just to see like, cause we were the same age when that happened. And just to see something like that happen to someone my age and like, see the way she overcomes it and still fights for, you know, education for, for girls, especially cause that's, that's a problem going on in the world. But like, it's just so like inspirational just to see her even with the hurdles that's going on in her own country, she's still fighting and she's still continuing to talk. She's still continuing to have conversations with people and like, she is super inspirational, bro. I'm so surprised you you guys haven't heard of her. I, okay. I, not at all. I, I think I haven't heard of her because she's so young, to be honest with you. And that's where we're at in the side of the world. Yeah. Like, to me, that's not, for me personally, that's not a problem that I'm paying attention to because I don't see it. Yeah. For somebody like you, that's she's at your age. And whenever I saw this, I did think about you for a little bit. I'm like, man, Michelle just graduated from college with no issues, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She couldn't even go to elementary school without having exactly. an issue. So the fact that she's changing it for not just her country, but people all over the world is beautiful. She's dope. Would you say she's a role model in a way? I would definitely say so. And I would, I would honestly want her to be a role model for like younger girls, especially like girls who want to change, you know, things um, like everything that just goes on in a girl's life and women's life. So I honestly think she would, she is a role model. She's super awesome. I'll follow her on Twitter. She's so, she's awesome. Do you know her Twitter handle at? I can pull it up. <laughs> yeah. Malala, you said. I'm definitely going to share this article that I found on her on the Facebook page at the Positive True Podcast if anybody wants to check it out. Um, Michelle will share with us her Twitter handle so you guys can check it out. Her Twitter handle is Malala, M-A-L-A-L-A. Yep. Take Follow that her. You'll see, you'll see the world through her eyes, and it's, it's super awesome. And, and real quick before we go to the next inspirational story, one of the last books that uh, she wrote was he named me Malala, and it's actually about a uh, female in the 1800s that was a war hero um, in Pakistan that helped a lot of uh, young women become free. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was really, really cool. Her story is like just now getting written. <laughs> Impressive. Now we started with you, Tim Tim. Honestly, dude, that was really good. Got the notes, two pages of notes. I am proud of you, Tim. <laughs> Let me shut my notebook. <laughs> I'll keep it open. Let, the, let us see. Let us see the effort. Oh, I like man. it. Good luck following that up, Michelle. I'm going to try. Uh, so I know y'all, do you guys have good relationships with your barber? You never disrespect the people that make your food or cut your hair. And I love my barber and I love everyone that's made me food. I'll dap you to that. That's what, 
that's what I was expecting. <laughs> so this woman by the name of Stellar, she actually is a hairdresser and her story is pretty inspirational to me. As a teenager, she, she suffered from bowel a bowel disease that just made her hair thin out. So her hair was thinning out and she was just beginning to be pretty like unconfident about it to the point where her mom noticed and her mom took her to a professional hairdresser. So for women, in my opinion, it's totally different going to a professional hairdresser than just like you know, getting a regular haircut. And she said that the treatment she got at that salon was like amazing. Um, they basically just saw her and didn't see that her hair was thinning because of her disease. And she was inspired to have her own salon. So she grew up, got her cosmetology license and everything. And after graduating hair school in 2009, she began the Red Chair the Red Chair Project, which is where she walks around in her town and just gives free haircuts to people who um, are homeless or just experiencing um, difficulties and just need a haircut. And the reason why she wanted to do it is just because she wanted to give that feeling of respect that she felt at that hair salon whenever she was younger. And she wanted to be able to connect with people and just make them feel human. And um, to me, I really like it just because washing someone's hair and giving someone a haircut is a lot. Like to me, it's a lot. It's like putting on someone's shoes. That says a lot because that's someone's feet. Um, so I really inspire, am inspired by it. And I know that in the article that I read, um, she was able to say that a lot of people have reached out to her and let her know that they've began doing the same thing and going around in their town and giving free haircuts. So this is why we need you around because we need a woman's perspective. What is the, like you said in the article, what's the difference between a, a normal haircut and a professional hairdresser? So for me, like going, when I will go to a professional hairdresser, they're going to be able to look at your hair and see your hair is thin or thick. This is what would suit you well. This is what would be easier for you. Um, we're going to make it work. So that's what, I think is a difference. I go to um, Duncan Brothers in Quail Springs, Oklahoma uh, at the mall and they're a professional hairdresser and I really like it because they just know how to make me feel good. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Not, I don't want to take the thunder from <laughs> Tim. So Tim, go ahead and say it because I already know exactly what you're about to say. Cool man. This story reminds me of Bruce. <laughs> we did an interview with Bruce uh, a couple years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Actually did one last year as well. Uh, this man, he, he said a quote that's one of my favorite quotes still to this day. If you can't give money, give your skill, give your craft. And that's exactly what she did. And that's why to me, she's selfless as can be. She's definitely an inspirational person. And this is a wonderful inspirational story. A great follow up yeah. to that first story we had. Because to me, whenever I hear and see stories like that, it makes me want to get up and go give my craft and go mm -hmm. give my skill, give my time. I just think it's wonderful. And to talk about haircuts about females, me and Edna had a conversation. She just had her haircut recently. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about how a lot of with women, when they're going through things emotionally, they want to get their hair done. They want to get taken care of, right? They, they want to, they choose to. And the fact that she's going out there giving it to people for free, I know how I feel when I leave the barbershop. I'm ready to take a selfie. I'm feeling confident, standing up a little bit taller. And yeah. I know you can relate to the same thing, JP. There's very few things better in a good haircut. Exactly. Exactly. It so, gives you a whole different confidence boost. You're like a whole diff a different person, honestly. And it's She's awesome. She's doing it to the people that really need it. They need it. And can't afford it bad. 
Exactly. This is the first time I've heard a woman doing this. I've heard a lot of men doing mm -hmm. this throughout the country. I've never heard a woman doing this. And it's a lot harder to cut a woman's hair than it is a man's hair. I can tell you that just by watching it at the salon and getting my hair cut by men and by women. It's a lot harder cutting a woman's hair. So the fact that she's doing it for both is amazing, man. Shout out to Stellar, dude. Shout out to Stella doing Cause she's Stella. <laughs> man, I was I was wondering who was gonna catch that. Ooh. It was both of us. <laughs> Y'all just left me hanging, man. <laughs> you should have jumped at the same I time. I know, I know. I was way behind. I'm hanging on the net. It's all good. Before we get to our last inspirational story, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where we all three talk about one thing we're grateful for each. Because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for? Man, I'm grateful for fans. I was cutting my grass yesterday. I got so hot. And the fact that my AC wasn't good enough, I had to turn my fan on on full blast and just lay there. And I cooled down within minutes. It was a beautiful thing. <laughs> I thought you were talking like fans of the podcast at yeah, first. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> Oh, my bad fans. <laughs> we love I love y'all too. <laughs> like actual fans. You got to love English. Multiple meanings for multiple words. <laughs> what do you got, Michelle? I am grateful for new friends. I just recently, um, like, just hit up this random girl, or she's not random. I've known her since high school. We've known each other, like, know about each other, but like, we never talked. But now that we're older, you know, we we linked up or we hanged out. There we go. We hung out and we just clicked. Like, we're same fashion. We're like the same bill. We both went to school. We have, you know, we have we have a vision for ourselves. Like just talking to her was really dope and hanging out with her was really awesome too. Like I don't have much friends in OKC since I lived in Stillwater for school, but like now that I'm in Oklahoma City, like meeting her gives me hope that I'm going to be able to like get out of my shell and like meet new people and like just be surrounded by good people and that's what I want. Thanks, yeah. Friends are awesome. Friends are awesome, dude. What about you, sir? Um, I am grateful for these positive news stories we're doing because I think they give us perspective when there's craziness going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they give perspective for our listeners as well. Well said. So, to my inspirational story, it's, apparently it's a women's day here. <laughs> and I'm on like my sixth week in a row yeah. doing a positive news story about a young lady. Mine's about Chloe Thompson. Chloe with a K. At nine years old, she would walk to school. And when she walked to school, she would pass homeless, like people that were homeless, and she didn't understand it. So when she would walk, she would ask her mom, why, are, why and how were people there? What can I do to help? She just felt like, like, what can I do? So Chloe is like, I'm trying to be like you, mom. Mm -hmm. I like to smile. I like to help people. I like to warm hearts. So she said, no dream is too small or too big. That's what you tell me. What can we do to help these homeless people? And so in 2016, they started a GoFundMe page and her mom, Alicia was like, let's try to make these care packages that have toiletries, toothbrushes, underwear, and we'll go out and give them out. Mm -hmm. they, got, they raised $14,000 and they made Chloe care packages. Care with a K, that's why I brought it up earlier. That's awesome. <laughs> And so they went out and they started handing them out. And she was handing them out to homeless people. And a lot of people think homeless people are like violent, crazy. Of course they're not. They're some of the most generous people you can find because they have so little. And she started just inspiring her kids in her class. And she started her own nonprofit. It's called Chloe Cares. 
And since 2016, they've been doing exactly that. They've been getting out care packages. They've been doing community outreaches to talk about, you know, supportive relationships, give people advice, support, how they can help in their own community. They've given out $12,000. They brought, they built a water pump and bathroom facilities in a rural school in, in Ghana. Pretty crazy for someone that's under 13. And they do a leadership series to inspire and motivate youth all around the world. And they still do the Chloe care packages. I think it's awesome. It just goes to show you when you see a problem, if you, you can get in there, you can make a massive difference. I love kids. Yeah. <laughs> they are so selfless. I'm, I'm so, I'm almost left speechless. The only thing I really have to say is we really should pay attention to what children want a lot more. Mm -hmm. And I say a lot as loud as I possibly can without screaming. Like the kids stories that we've been doing just this past week has been beautiful. And that one right there shows you the impact that she made in her community and is inspiring others. It's endless. Like even when she's long gone and her children are long gone, her impact is still gonna be out there being made because somebody saw her doing this now. I just think that's a beautiful, beautiful story, JP. I have nothing really to add to that. Me either. <laughs> and hopefully everyone enjoyed our inspirational stories for today. Tim, do you have a quote? Absolutely. The struggle you are going through today will not define you tomorrow. Quotes by Tim. <laughs> I forgot what I was supposed to say since we changed it up. <laughs> it's all good. We make mistakes here. Thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. I said it. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. You can say stay positive. We're out. And then Tim says stay positive. Wow, that was a mess up. Because I'm so used to saying we're out. Was I still supposed to say we're out? Yeah. How about and we let our listeners tell us what what do they want to hear from us? This is when you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I was like, am I supposed to say we're out? Appreciate y'all for listening. We're out. Stay positive. No, no, no. I was, I was supposed to say we out, and you're supposed to say she yeah. was supposed to say stay positive. Yeah. I am not editing this out of the episode. By no, way. that's fine. You shouldn't. <laughs> they should know what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Let's do this again. <laughs> All right. Say the you quote. got a different quote? I do. <laughs> okay, okay. If you cannot do great things, do small things in a great way. And we're out. Stay positive. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs>